Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nuts cock! Nuts cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, I'm just giving you guys a heads up. If you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, especially the last week and a half, my sleep schedule is absolute, complete, fucking dog shit right now. I am so not getting enough sleep every single night. And it's really starting to catch up with me. It is. I mean, I feel like death today. I feel absolutely horrible. So I'm going to power through this. I'm going to give you at least 30 minutes today. I know I, I like to go over 45 on most of my shows. But the last couple of days, I've just not been up to it, people. It really, really sucks. I'm not going to stick on that. I don't want you to think I'm going to be a Debbie Downer today because I'm not. I'm going to do a great show for you. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to step up to the plate. I'm going to hit it right on the nails and jack that motherfucker with like 115 mile an hour exit velocity. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And if for you people that are denying that 2020 might be the worst year that we've had in a really, really long time, I will give you prime example, evidence. I want to submit this to People's Evidence, A101, that two hurricanes, two hurricanes are expected to hit the same exact place at the same time. What the hell is that even about? You know, I've lived in Florida all my life. I pretty much have grown up with hurricanes being a part of my life, but I've never, ever thought in a million years two hurricanes could collide with each other. I'm not even going to try and announce the name, but it's like the Fujiwatata effect. It was named after some Japanese meteorologist. He studied meteorology over in Japan, and he had this theory about what would happen if two cyclones or two hurricanes ended up interacting with each other. Now, there's a couple of things that can happen, people. One, one storm is bigger than the other, and the smaller storm will kind of rotate around the outside of the bigger storm. Now, if both storms or both hurricanes are about the same size, they have a theory that they would form into one big super hurricane. Now, I didn't even know that this was possible. I had no idea that this could happen. This Japanese meteorologist must have been smoking some good shit to think about and theorize what would happen if two storms collided with each other. You would think that they would just kind of disrupt each other. They wouldn't form one big storm. I At least I wouldn't think they would. But 2020 just needs to chill the fuck out. You need to back off just a little bit, 2020. You need to stop dragging your nutsack across our face on a daily basis because this double hurricane thing on a regular year would seem out of the ordinary, but not for 2020. 
I'm telling you, just be prepared. I know we only got maybe about the last quarter of it left, but I'm just telling you, there's going to be some big shit that's going to pop off, especially the election. You know that the election is going to get fucked up somehow, some way. If it's anything close to what we had in 2000 with Bush and Gore, oh my God. God, we uh, we're we're looking at some pretty dark times. And I'm just saying right now, be prepared for this election to get fucked up some way. And you know it's gonna happen. Okay, this was one of those high thoughts that I've been talking about after I smoked a little bit of weed. And it popped into my brain, and I don't know why it took me this long to finally think about that or contemplate why it's never happened. I don't want you guys to think I'm some bigwig or some big shit. I'm really not. Not even working in radio at the moment, but I had this thought the other day for as long as I've been in broadcast radio for the past over 20 years. Where is my Tuttle Wikipedia page? Why is nobody created a Wikipedia page for me. Anybody can do it. And I don't want to do it because I think that's cheating. I know that I could easily go and create a Wikipedia page with all my info, but why hasn't it been done yet? Why has nobody, because there are so many like just random people out there that have Wikipedia pages and my stuff, it doesn't even have to be correct or factual. Just, just to see that somebody could created a Wikipedia page about me. I don't even care if the info is like way off. You guys can completely lie. Hell, you know what? That's a funny bit. If any of you guys out there create a Wikipedia page for me, it doesn't even have to be factual. Like I said, you guys can come up with the most ridiculous shit in the world as long as you plug my podcast and where you can find it tuttle.podomatic.com that would be great that would be amazing the rest of the other stuff you can fucking just make up whatever the hell you want to make up i really don't care i just think it would be cool to have a wikipedia page about me because there's so many random people that don't deserve to have a wikipedia page that have one and like i said i i don't think i'm some bigwig like i'm a famous person if you heard my interview with sunny abada from earlier in the week and if you have not watched that interview yet go to my youtube channel tuttletv.com that's tuttle with two d's t-u-d-d-l-e tv Dot com And make sure you subscribe and hit the bell button because if you hit the bell button, you're going to get alerted anytime I go live or I post any new content. So please do that and make sure you check out the interview I did with Sunny Abada. I've been talking to her. We're working on some stuff in the future. I really do think we can help each other out. That's another person to add to the podcast syndicate that I was talking about last week. Me, Sonny Abada, Naomi Bradshaw, Jana Banana, Jana Shelfer. All of us need to stick together as well as Ciroc. Ciroc over in Tampa. Need to get them on board. Need to get the dudes from Funny to Informing because if we all work together... We can grow together because there's just so much stuff out there. There's so much content that you got to stand out. And I think we can stand out by helping each other out. But yes, please, somebody create a Tuttle Wikipedia page 
And if you need the info to fill it out, I'll, I'll help you. I would love to have anybody on. Matter of fact, if anybody wants to come on the Tuttle Daily Podcast to interview me, you can interview me. Ask me any questions. Nothing is out of bounds. Interview me. And then from that interview, the info I give you during that interview, you write a Wikipedia page. It, it, it's perfect. I get content for my show, and then you're able to write the Wikipedia page. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I want this to happen. I would like for somebody to step up to the plate, try and interview me. I want you to ask me every single question you can think of. Nothing is out of bounds. And I'll answer every fucking question. I promise you, I will answer every goddamn question that you have. And if you step up to the plate and decide to do this interview, I know it's not a lot, but I will hook you up with a pair of shades from VaporShades.com. And I I know I don't have to ask Billy. Billy from Volusia County, Florida. Grew up in New Smyrna Beach. Yeah, Billy. I'm sure Billy would give me a free pair of shades to be able to give away. And then if you also step up to the plate and want to do the interview, I'll get you a Tuttle Daily Podcast Flex Fit hat and maybe some stickers and stuff. So I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but I'll hook you up. Anybody that wants to step up to the plate and interview me, and then after interviewing me, the information you get from that interview, you write a Tuttle Wikipedia page. I'm telling you right now, I want it to happen. And like I said, I will answer every single question that you ask. I promise you that. If I refuse to answer a question, then I will just quit the podcast. I want this to be real. I want you to get all the answers you need to be able to write my first Wikipedia page, the Tuttle Wikipedia page, because I know it's small potatoes and I know any random jobber can have a Wikipedia page, but I really, that's, that's missing. That is missing in my life. It'll help promote the Tuttle Daily Podcast with this interview. So please, guys, I want it to happen. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to leave me a voicemail with your info so we can set up this interview, any questions you want to ask, Nothing is off limits and I will answer everything. So which one of you supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast is going to step up to the plate and do this interview, get that info and then pit it on a Tuttle Wikipedia page? I know it's not a lot, but I'm offering a free shades and a Tuttle Daily Podcast flex fit hat. As well, here, I'll, this is an added bonus. Anybody who wants to step up and take the challenge, I will promote anything that you want me to. A business, I don't even care if it's a motherfucking Ponzi scheme. I will promote the hell out of all of that stuff if somebody steps up and does the interview and creates the Tuttle Wikipedia page. I, and, and I know it makes me look like a jobber, makes me look 
bad by begging for somebody to do it. Because guess what? I, I'm not too good to beg. But if you'd like to leave a voicemail, you can easily do that. Uh, if you don't want to email 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. And I'll play your phone call on the air and we'll get in contact. I will have Vulture, my producer, set it up. Speaking of Vulture, he's working on getting the Hannah and Charlie Alamo debate set up for maybe Monday or Tuesday. So we'll see how that goes. But you got that to look forward to. Naomi Bradshaw has another blog out. Going to get her on really, really soon. Scarlet Lush. Scarlet Lush is going to be coming back. And then Jana Banana. I want to get Jana Shelfer on because she just started a podcast. So this whole like podcast syndicate that I've been telling you guys about is is becoming something real. And I think it's going to work out best for everybody as well as the supporters of everybody's show. Be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast on, you know what? Tuttle Radio Network, TRN. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, welcome back, guys. So today, now you've heard me talk about this person. I talk about my two childhood friends, some of my best friends growing up, Howard and Derek. Howard has some sons, and they're playing baseball, and both of them are pitchers. Now, a lot of you guys don't, you know, you hear me, and you don't realize that I was actually a really good baseball player. I was a good baseball player in high school. Took a lot of lessons. I know how the pitching mechanics work. And my friend Howard wanted me to work with his kids to kind of break down their mechanics. Now, everybody thinks pitching is you got to have a strong arm. You got to have a strong arm and that's the only way you can throw. And that's not the case. It takes your whole body working in harmony to be able to get the best abilities when you're pitching. Look at Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan used his whole complete body, legs, core, stomach, shoulders, pushed off, and that's how you got to do it. Because pitching is a mind game. If you can visualize and concentrate on where you're throwing the ball and not have to think about what your body is doing during your windup and your mechanics are all in tune, that's how much easier it's going to be for you. Now, I worked with him today, and I wish, I really, really do wish that I had the camera phones that we have today where you can slow-mo everything and be able to break down the mechanics because I was able to see so much while working with them. And I learned a lot about this because my dad, when I was a kid, when I was in high school, took me 
to learn from a pitching coach. The guy played in the majors. I think he played with the Expos and the Texas Rangers. The guy actually played on the same team as goddamn Nolan Ryan. Bob Sabra. He's still local, but uh, Dad ended up taking me to him, and and it really helped me out a lot. Don't don't you think, Dad? I I think it did. Yeah, I I did, and he actually came out to some of my fall ball games to be able to watch me pitch. Oh, look at those otters! Me and my dad we're watching wildlife shows right now. Those otters! You don't want to mess around with those otters, do you? No, don't put him in the boat. Yeah, look at look at the teeth. The otters, that's, I mean, that's like a dog rat, a rat that's a dog. But this jaguar, oh, you know, we've watched these. See, that's one of the things you don't know. Me and my dad, we watch a lot of these wildlife shows. Those jaguars will jump right in there and kill a caiman, those alligators. Yeah, do that for sure. Yeah, and isn't that crazy? Oh, see, he's going after him. He's going after him. What is he going to get? Is he going to get a condor? Is he going to get, oh, yeah. Me and my dad, we absolutely love these wildlife shows. So back to what I was saying. I was showing you some of the videos, and and I thought I did a pretty good job breaking it down. I really did. I mean, just being able to see in slow motion the mechanics and how the body has to be in tune. It takes a long time to learn all the techniques. Yeah, but wouldn't you agree, though, like, remember Bob, Bob Sabra? Is a pitching coach. He said, you got to do these over and over again. Remember every night when I was a kid in high school, before I went to bed, I would go through my pitching motions. I would do my stretches. I would look in the mirror just to see my pitching uh, mechanics. And, it, and it, it really did pay off because when you don't have to think about what you're doing and you can concentrate and visualize where the ball's going, it makes it so much easier. You better know where it's going. I had him hit a pitcher or two. <laughs> yeah. I think, was it me pitching? Remember that guy who wouldn't move one time, and I threw it behind him? Hit, tell him, remember, and he didn't even move, and I hit the bat, and they called it a foul ball, didn't they? Yep, they sure did. Yeah, so. As long as you hit that bat. Yeah, so, but, yeah, my dad coached all the way through my I don't know, major league, minor league, little league all together. My dad really helped me out. Now, I got to tell you, Doc Matson. I like Doc Matson. He was a great guy. Yep, he was a good coach. Yeah, you and, and Doc Matson. Doc Matson was a vet. I don't want you to think he was a medical doctor, but he was a vet, and his son played on the team, Josh. And it was great. Doc Madsen did a lot for the kids in DeLeon Springs. He was a really good guy. Very good, well-spoken guy. Oh, and also, see, now growing up, we had, um, I've talked about it before, we had a basset hound named Lewis. He took care of Lewis when you had to have him put him, put him down that time, didn't you? Yeah, he put my dog down. Yeah, that sucked because I was living in Orlando at the time, and and I wanted to be there, but I know that had to, to really, really suck because, listen, in, in the long run, it was my idea to get that dog, and I talked you guys into it. I think Mom was getting some glasses done. She was getting her eyes worked on. Yep, now we're in the store. I made sure I left there with that dog. 
Yeah, but that was a good-ass dog, right? Oh, All the way. Yeah. Pretty for nothing. Yeah, this, uh, Lewis, Lewis, our basset hound, oh, my God. We did let him out one time when we were deer hunting. He had a hard time keeping up with the rest of the walker hounds that we had, but you could definitely hear him in there barking, couldn't you? You could. Yeah. I've done a lot of lot of stuff for him he had a cold nose yeah oh and also a lot of now i don't know if this is a basset hound trait but my dad can attest to this this fucking dog people would sit out on the front porch and you remember the karate kid movies where mr miyagi was catching the flies with the chopsticks this dog was a modern-day Mr. Miyagi because that dog would sit out there and he would just look around and you'd be like, what is wrong with this dog? Why is he just looking around? Then all of a sudden you would see him go. He would just lunge forward and he would catch flies all the time. I don't think he'd miss. No, he, he caught a lot of flies. He did that. Now, there was... It really did come back to bite him in the ass one time because he ran away from the house. And we had, back in the woods, somebody had a bunch of beehives out there because they were, I guess they were raising honey or whatever you call it. Yeah, pollinating. Well, you know, he bites after the flies. He got around those bees, and I guess he was just biting at them because he thought they were flies, right? Yep. You ought to seen him. He came back. His face was all swelled up. Didn't even recognize him. Yeah, but, and that's the thing about it, guys. We tried to get this basset hound. We tried to breed him to get pups. Never worked out, but he was a poon hound. He could, see, these basset hounds have such a strong nose. If there was a bitch in heat somewhere around, oh, he would, he would haul ass, wouldn't he? He would leave town for a while. I found him. Yeah, and then, oh, see, we've had bad luck with dogs. That did. We had another great dog we had. We had a Rottweiler named Haas. Now, did you get Haas from your brother, Rick? Yep. And you got Maggie, too, right? Yeah, I think I did. I don't, I don't remember about Maggie. Well, listen. Yeah, so we got Haas. Now, this dog was a bad motherfucker. I'm telling you, everybody thinks their dog is bad, but this dog... Now, I will say the female, the bitch that we had... Now, please, guys, don't get upset at me with this whole cancel culture thing. I'm not calling the dog a bitch to try to be shocking or rude. That's just what you call a female dog, right? That's it. All right, so now didn't you say back in the day Maggie would just sit under the porch and just growl? You would just hear her all. Yeah, he'd sit by my windowsill and just growl all night Yeah, and sleep all day. <laughs> now, I was not here for when this happened, but Haas, the, the male Rottweiler, dad said that one of the neighbors, I think it was a German shepherd, came over one time because Maggie was in heat. It's a yellow Labrador. Yeah. Now, this dog came over, and these two dogs got into a fight. Somehow, it got under the porch or whatever, and Dad was spraying them down with a hose, and they, these dogs would not separate 
at all. And then you say that Hoss finally let that dog go, and the last time you saw him, he was, like, limping off and shit. Yeah, my neighbor asked me, had I seen his dog? I <laughs> no, I hadn't seen your dog. He finally showed up about two weeks later. Yeah. So. Yeah, that dog, Hoss tried to kill him, didn't he? Hoss would have killed him. Yeah. And then, oh. You also want to know the other thing, why I think Haas was the way he was. Remember when he was out there chasing the cows at one time and the one of the cows kicked him in the head? That dog had a crooked fucking head the whole time. He had a crust in right over his eye. He, he lived that way, though. Yeah, and also, guys, so back to what I was saying, talking about dogs running off. Near us, well, not really near us. As the crow flies, it was pretty close. But if you wanted to go by road, it, it took you a little bit of time. But there was a home. We called it the Duval. It, it was it was the Duval home, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so this was for you know kids that were. Uh, I know people don't like uh, to hear the word retard, but that was. It was for retarded people, kids growing up. Our Rottweiler, Haas, and everybody wants to say, oh, like pit bulls and Rottweilers are just, you know, it's they're evil dogs. That's not the case because I think it's more of how they're raised. I don't mean to use that cliche. It's they're not born that way. That's how they're raised or whatever. Uh, but this dog, for some reason, loved these mentally challenged kids and would go over there every single time. Everybody thought that this dog would be mean. Wouldn't this dog, when you pulled up, would just be out there rubbing and playing with these kids? Yeah, kids would be all over that dog. Yeah. Rust, rust, wrestling down. And he, he never heard him. And this is also the other thing. Haas would do this. Uh, he would grab you with his arm or his mouth. He would bite you on your arm, but he would never break the skin. Like he would. Now, if, he, if it came down to it, he would. But uh, he would, would put the mouth or put his mouth right on people's arms. He'd do that. Now, wasn't Haas the one that, wasn't there a kid that you told, or was that another dog? Or Another dog. What dog was that? Lewis. Not Lewis, uh, Bush. Oh, yeah. You told him, he was like, don't mess with that dog while he's eating. And that kid played with him while he was eating. And you would think, oh, well, you know, the pops is going to be mad. The kid's father really wasn't mad because you actually warned him, right? That's it. Yeah. He told me, he said, look at that boy, said, you going to pick another rib bone up with you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, all right, Dad. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time with me. Oh, I got to tell you, you're doing a great job on your exercises. You're making a lot of improvements. Thanks. You are. You are. You're doing a great job. I think it. I mean, can you tell a difference from you working out and doing your exercises and stuff? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, all right, guys, be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle.
Huddle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, last segment of the day. Just want to let you guys know, I want to thank everybody that messaged me or emailed me. Most what most of it was from Facebook, but I did get some emails. Everybody was contacting me and telling me, hey, everybody in the chat room on Twitch, on Dr. Dan, I guess he was calling it 198. Everybody was wanting me to call in. And I, I did not ignore your messages, but I did i tried calling in i called in like four different times and nobody would pick up the hotline i i really do think the only professional the only guy that knows everything around there that works at the brn and is paid on a daily basis was colton and i know colton was running the twitch feed i know he's probably running bub army radio feed he had a lot going on But I did try to call in and I wasn't going to be a dick. I was actually going to be really supportive uh, because if I'm just being honest, you know, I know I've taken shots at Dr. Dan. I made some jokes about him having the golden mic or him not having to pay his dues to get mic time. That, I mean, that's a big thing in the business. It really is. You having to pay your dues, having to sacrifice to make it where you're at. And I have taken those shots, but you know what? The more and more I've thought about it, how can anybody hate Dr. Dan? How could anybody have anything against Dr. Dan? The guy is a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon, but he's still a medical doctor. And most people that got to that point that did that put in all the hard work, the schooling, the training to make it to a doctor. A lot of people would just be satisfied with that and not Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan was like, you know what? Fuck this. I know I'm a doctor now, but I'm going to become a lawyer as well. And being a lawyer is just as hard or more difficult as becoming a doctor. But he's done it twice. What the fuck is that about? That guy is just successful, good-looking, rich, has a great family, well-respected in the city of Tampa. So how can you not like that guy? Oh, and also, I didn't even mention all the charity work that he does, as well as his family. How can anybody not like Dr. Dan? I know I've taken my shots and I've made my jokes, but Dr. Dan is an amazing human being. He really is. The guy does everything. He gives back to the community. He's successful. He's a doctor, a lawyer, older than me in way better shape, even though I'm, I'm catching up but I don't think I'll ever be there. So I just wanted to call in and mark out to Dr. Dan last night, but I never had the opportunity. So uh, if you talk to him, 
or or message him on any of his social media. Let him know I'm I'm marking out to Dr. Dan Diaco. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's show. Going to start doing them a little bit longer. Just need to catch up on some rest, start feeling better, and I'll start doing more. But I appreciate everybody's support, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC voiceover services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?